the Bible Study Podcast, episode 293. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues a study on faith with part eight. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. As we get into this study today, I want to do something a little differently, and I want to look at some verses that you may not think about when you think about faith verses. And I want to do that because so much of my life, and I think many of you, is formed by a very Western and often a U.S.-centric view of Christianity and of our faith, and I don't think we always understand how different that may be from a biblical context or how different that may be from many, many different parts of the world. And I say that because on a scale from individualistic to communal, in terms of what's important, we tend to be, or I tend to be as one of those people who lives in the U.S. and North America, a very individualist society. And so even when we talk about faith, we tend to be focused on things like my faith and your faith. And we don't tend to be talking about faith within a context of community. And I want to look at some verses that put faith in that context. And what we're going to look at today is Romans 14. In Romans 14, it, to put it in context, is about the weak and the strong, those people who have strong faith and those people who don't. And there is there are disputed matters between them in the context that Paul is writing to here in Rome. And specifically, one of them is about eating meat. And the big reason for eating meat isn't just because some people have decided to be vegetarian, but in part because that meat that they're getting, it probably is from a butcher shop that is the back door for a pagan temple. This meat has possibly been sacrificed to idols, or probably at this point been sacrificed to idols. And so some people are saying we should just eat vegetables. We shouldn't eat meat. And into that conversation, Paul says these words. Except the one whose faith is weak, without quarreling over disputable matters. One person's faith allows them to eat anything, but another, whose faith is weak, eats only vegetables. The one who eats everything must not treat with contempt the one who does not. And the one who does not eat everything must not judge the one who does, for God has accepted them. Who are you to judge someone else's servant? To their own master, servants stand or fall. And they will stand, for the Lord is able to make them stand. One person considers one day more sacred than another. Another considers every day alike. Each of them should be fairly convinced in their own mind. Whoever regards one day as special does so to the Lord. Whoever eats meat does so to the Lord. For they give thanks to God, and whoever abstains does so for the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives for ourselves alone. And none of us dies for ourselves alone. If we live, we live for the Lord. If we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. For this very reason, Christ died and returned to life so that he might be the Lord of both the living and the dead. Okay, let's unpack that just a little bit there. We have a second issue that comes up, which is which days are most important. And remember, a lot of the believers being Jewish, Saturday or the Sabbath day would be very important. And there is, as the church gets more Gentile, a movement towards Sunday as being the Lord's day, the day of the resurrection. And then other people are saying it, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter whether it's Saturday or Sunday. It doesn't matter. All days are the same. All days are God's days. 
And so there is disagreement, but Paul also characterizes in this that there are some people whose faith is strong and some people whose faith is weak. So he is saying, in essence, the people who eat just vegetables, basically they're wrong in the sense that they don't have to do that. If their faith was stronger, they would realize there was nothing to the idols and they wouldn't have to worry about it. But he doesn't say that that's important. What he says that it's important is how we treat one another, not judging, not not with contempt. That being right is not the most important thing. Now, if some of us like to be right. If you know me, you know that I am one of those people. But these verses are telling me that being right is less important to God than being in community. This means that, as I read it, this means that not everybody in my church needs to agree with me on every issue. And they may disagree with me because their faith is stronger than mine, or they may disagree with me because my faith is stronger than theirs. That is not as important. Now, Paul obviously talks several times about things that are important, but he has this whole branch of things that he thinks are disputable matters. Adiaphora is the term that the Protestant reformers use, things that don't matter. Now, obviously, some person draws the line in one place and others draw it in a different place, but there are many things that are not core and essential to the Christian faith. And I would say, as a good starting point, let's take the things that are in, say, the Apostles' Creed, the things that the church has agreed upon for roughly 2,000 years as being sort of the central matters. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, Jesus comes to take away our sin. Okay, those sort of things that you can that you can recite in just a few lines, let's think of those as being the most important things. And then let's think about anything that is our form of worship, whether we have whether we think there are seven sacraments or two or none, or whether we use communion every Sunday or we don't do communion ever or do it once a year, whether we baptize infants or baptize adults, I would offer to you that those are disputable matters and that they are less important than our recognition of the community of faith. Continuing on, you then, why do you judge your brother or sister or why do you treat them with contempt? For we will all stand before God's judgment seat. It is written, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me, every tongue will acknowledge God. So each of us will give an account of ourselves to God. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or sister. I am convinced, being fully persuaded in the Lord Jesus, that nothing is unclean in itself. But if anyone regards something as unclean, then for that person it is unclean. If your brother or sister is distressed because of what you eat, you are no longer acting in love. Do not let your eating destroy someone for whom Christ died. So what Paul is saying here is he takes this issue that they're wrestling with, that he says, frankly, he thinks his faith is stronger than them because he understands that that meat that they're eating is not wrong, that that idol is nothing, and therefore there is nothing wrong with eating meat that was sacrificed to idols. But he says, again, him being right is not important. And if he is eating the meat and causing someone to think it's okay to do it who feels that it is wrong, he says it's wrong for them if they do it and they think it's wrong. 
and that if he is causing them distress by his actions, someone for whom Christ died, that that is much more important. Let's put this in modern terms. Let's say you have a friend who believes that drinking is wrong, or you have a friend who is an alcoholic and drinking is wrong for them. When you have them over, how do you act? You don't have to pretend you don't drink, but maybe you don't have to drink when they're around. Maybe you should look at your behavior and see what kind of message you're sending them. And he's saying being right is less important than that relationship. Being right is less important than what I do and how it impacts the people around me. Even if I am right because I have faith that is stronger than you, even if something is right for me, it may be wrong for me to do if it hurts you. And Paul continues, therefore, do not let what you know is good be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Because anyone who serves Christ in this way is pleasing to God and receives human approval. Let us therefore make every effort to do what leads to peace and to mutual edification. The two words there that are important are peace and edification, to build one another up. The point of my faith is if I can help you build up your faith. The point of my relationship with God is that it can help those who are brothers and sisters in Christ. So taking care that our actions lead to peace and mutual edification is more important than being right on this issue or that issue, and is more important than our differences. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All food is clean, but it is wrong for a person to eat anything that causes someone else to stumble. It is better not to eat meat or drink wine or to do anything else that will cause your brother or sister to fall. So whatever you believe about these things, keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who does not condemn himself by what he approves. But whoever has doubts is condemned if they eat because the eating is not from faith. And everything that does not come from faith is sin. And what he is saying here is that when we do those things that we don't believe that God wants us to do, when we do those things, when we act out of obedience to our understanding, however flawed, however good, of what God wants us to do, then we are sinning. Even if we do the right thing for the wrong reasons because we th- and we think that God doesn't want us to do it, anything that we do that is apart from faith, he says, is sin. It's to fall short of the mark. It's to be disobedient to our understanding of the calling of God. Given that, let's take time this week to think about those around us and understand that that relationship between us and our community, between us and our brothers and sisters, is one of the most primary important things. And in a way that we as Westerners, with our understanding of my faith and your faith, may need some help to understand that this is all about us and our, and not you and me and mine. With that, we'll end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have questions, feel free to send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. And if you happen to be in iTunes, feel free to give us a review and help people find out about the show. And as always, thanks so much for listening.
Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast, to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. 